Hi, and welcome to the Jesus Tribe podcast. We're glad to have you here, and we're currently exploring a series titled Six or Nine, where we examine the meaning of truth, the consequences of ignoring truth, and everything in between. Join us as we have conversations that will spur you to search deeply. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Jesus Tribe podcast. With me here is Daniel. Hi. Hi, Daniel. Welcome. Thank you. So Jesus Tribe is a community of believers with a goal to present the gospel's message to the street in all its simplicity. So presenting the gospel for people of all ages, from all kinds of background and wherever you're from pretty much, and presenting the gospel in a way that everybody understands and everyone can relate to. So if you've been following us on our Instagram, which is where most of our activity has been taking place so far, in the last one month, we've been having a couple of conversations around the topic, but um, I would like Daniel to introduce himself and tell us a bit about himself and what he does. Oh, sure. Um, hi, everyone. Um, like Faith said, my name is Daniel, and I am currently the head of the content team at Jesus Tribe. And like she said, the goal is pretty much to present the gospel in the simplest way possible for both believers and unbelievers. So I'm glad to be here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Daniel. Like I said earlier, we've been having a conversation in like the past two weeks on our um, Instagram platform around the concept of truth. And the truth concept is something that has changed over the years and means it's a little different thing now. So back in the day, maybe like 10, 15, 20 years ago, um, you could say one thing and everyone would agree and like, oh yeah, that's true. Everyone agrees and believes pretty much similar things. But then now it's, it's a little different because people are a lot more woke in quotes and people are a lot more, um, alert and assertive. So we have a lot of diverse opinions about different things. So we're trying to explore the concept of truth in Christianity. Can I have opinions about certain things? Do I have to believe the same thing as everyone else? Um, and topic and things like that, pretty much. So Daniel, what do you think about the evolution of truth over the past few years? Sure. Um, I think that's an interesting question when you phrase it that way, the evolution of truth. Over the years, I think one thing for sure, though, that I would like to clarify is that um, the whole perspective or the whole concept of having different opinions didn't actually start today. Um, I mean, even all through the years, um, people, philosophers have always argued about different things and stuff like that. I think one major difference um, in our time as compared to previous times is that it's easier. What I would say the difference is, is that it's easier to form an, an opinion, even though there is no objective backing or there's no substantial evidence for your opinion. And with okay. social media, it's easier to then push that opinion to the masses. And so we live in a world where, I mean, a couple thousand or hundreds years ago, if you make a claim, you probably have to be influential or at least regarded as an expert in your field. You might be wrong, but at least there's some level of credibility. Today, credibility is no longer measured by, by 
virtue of your expertise in the field you are commenting on, it seems to be, and I'm speaking generically now, it's not yes. always the case, but it seems to be who, who can shout loudest, who has the most charisma, who can say it best. And so I think comparing how truth looked then and now, that seems to be something that is peculiar to our time. Um, yeah. Mm. Oh, okay, so pretty much like a summary of what you're saying is that the reason why it seems like there's a lot more opinion from different people is because social media is pretty much accessible to everyone. So anyone yeah. can wake up and put up what they, what they think and what they feel and everyone takes it in, right? Exactly. And there is no measure of credibility anymore. I could start, I could start an Instagram channel on emotional health and I have not done anything related to psychology or emotional well-being. And because I have maybe good content or good graphics or something, people would probably listen to what I'm saying. So that's, it has its advantages, but sometimes it could be very, very harmful to, to truth. Yeah. Mm. Right. So from that from that um, angle, let's look at it this way. So you're trying to say that there's a problem with people having so many opinions, right? In some in some situations, yes. So let's yeah. talk about the objectivity <laughs> of truth, yeah, in Christianity, pretty much. Is there like an absolute truth? Is there? Can't I have some degree of um um some degree of influence in, in, in a sense. Can't I have a degree of my, my own thinking in, in Christianity? Like, is truth really, really objective when it comes to my faith as a Christian? Um, again, I would have to say that question isn't peculiar to Christianity. Um, the question is truth objective is in itself a general question. It has nothing to do with your religious um, inclinations yeah. or anything like that. Um, I think usually how I would like to think about it is to consider, and of course, many of you probably read the six or nine analogy in the post, so I'm not going to go over that again. Oh, the basic point is, for simple things, we could stay oh, truth is based on perspective, and which is fine. Everyone, like, my, I believe the best flavor of ice cream is probably chocolate, right? You probably, what's your... strawberry. <laughs> exactly, I hate strawberry. Oh, I'm not a fan of strawberry, but it has no consequence, and whether or not we think it's the best really means nothing. But as issues begin to get a lot more serious, so for instance, if I, if I believe that there is no such thing as climate change, which is currently mm -hmm. a big issue. I mean, you hear about the fires that have been raging yeah. in the West Coast in, in the U.S. for the past couple of days now. It's the worst so far. And so if I believe there's no such thing as climate change, it could influence my actions. And one way or the other, I would be, if there is climate change and the effects of our actions destroy or improve the climate, then a group of people choosing not to believe it would ultimately harm the planet much more. So for something that serious, I well, don't just think... Just it... there's actually climate change, guys. 
Well, some people would disagree, but definitely there is that climate is, is there's, there's clearly been issues with climate change and all that. But the point is, as the issues become a lot more severe and the consequences become more drastic, it's not safe to have a subjective opinion on the matter because the consequences of you being wrong could affect a lot of things. And I think that's one of the quotes we, we put up that you can test the importance of truth or the relevance of truth can be measured by the consequence of falsehood. So just to bring it all home directly to your question, when it comes to Christianity, religion, and faith in general, I think that too poses a question where the consequences could have to do with your eternity. And yes, it, you could say, oh, it might all be a lie. But the question then is, what if it's true? If it's true, the consequences become eternal, meaning it's not something just like climate change. You shouldn't really give room for subjective opinions. I don't know if that answers your question. Oh, yes. Yeah, so definitely does answer my question. And I think now is a good time to also mention the exclusivity of, of truth in the sense that if we're, like you've explained about the objectivity of truth, me asserting that a particular thing is truth in the, um, in the definition of truth itself, by me um, asserting that something is true, it automatically means that anything that contradicts that is false. Yeah? Yeah, let me speak to that actually. That's, that's a valid point, which, I mean, sorry, I've sort of enrolled you guys for a philosophy class today. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and it's something people don't realize in a world where tolerance is the name of the game and it's become offensive to say someone or something is, is wrong in itself. Mm-hmm. What people fail to realize is that every statement of truth automatically asserts that its negation is false. Let me unpack that. If I say chocolate is the best flavor of ice cream, that's my assertion. I'm automatically saying at the same time that strawberry is not the best flavor of ice cream, right? A and minus A can't both be true unless A is zero. (laughs) Don't, Don't mind me. But you get the point. And so even... So let me even take it one step further. Even the statement, there is no such thing as truth. It's also a statement, it's an assertion in itself. Meaning, if I say there's such a thing as truth, you're saying I'm wrong. But you can't say that because the statement you made that there is no such thing as truth, you yeah. hope it's true. If not, then what are you saying? Yeah. And so we really can't do away with the question. There's no such thing as, oh, there is no truth. Or truth is subjective because if you say truth is subjective, aren't you making an objective claim that, that truth is subjective for everyone? If not, yeah. that truth is subjective for you, but it could be mm-hmm. objective indeed. So it it throws a lot of problems when you start to make claim things like there is no truth or truth is subjective. The truth is, I mean, I just said the truth, is. <laughs> but the point is, truth is for truth to be truth, it has to be exclusive and objective. Hmm. Right. So if the gravity of truth is like that severe, then I would need to know how to test for truth because saying that um, one person's truth being true 
makes like every other thing false. I would need to know how to test for what is true and then what isn't true because mm. I stand the chance of running into error if I don't know how to do that, right? Yeah. So how do I test for truth consistently across different fields? How do I test for truth? Great question. And I, I, I don't want to rush into an answer because this is, I mean, an, an exhaustive answer isn't something that would cover just one podcast. But just to give everyone listening a sort of starting ground on this issue. For instance, the whole point of even education, what is, what, so if, if I ask you, um, is the earth flat? Hopefully <laughs> you would say, no, it's not. And I ask you, why? And then you probably start to say things like, oh, but the sun is round. The moon is round. Every other planetary body we observe from the earth is round. Why? It's unlikely the earth is an exception, which is one thing you could say. You could also say things like the rising and the setting of the sun. You could say things like, oh, NASA has released space images. What are you doing at that point? You are proving truth. You are trying to say, based on this evidence, the earth is round. And so we don't realize it so many times, but subconsciously we have been taught to believe certain things, or it only, it only makes logical sense to believe certain things based on evidence. So you can test for truth by examining the available evidence. One of the things we wrote in our earlier posts was, or in the post on this issue was if you're, if you're given a liquid, at least in general, because there could be exceptions in this case, but mm -hmm. if it's colorless, tasteless, odorless, it's probably water, right? There's yes. still a lot of tests you could do. If you have more information like, oh, the pH is seven and things like that, then you know for sure it's water. Why? You have examined the available evidence. So just in a nutshell, I would say when testing for truth, examine all possible evidence as regards that thing. For instance, in the issue of which I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but let's say in the issue of faith, for instance, or God, you should test all evidence. What can we see? What can we say about the existence of God? What can we prove? Based on those evidences, you can start to make claims or statements about truth or not. Thank you for listening to the Jesus Tribe podcast. We are an organization aimed at presenting the gospel of Christ in its simplicity to everyone everywhere. If this podcast has set up any questions, please feel free to mail us at tribejesus at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Jesus Tribe to stay up to date with our other activities and content. Till next time.